millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. Hope you guys are having a lovely day. Could be better. Rumble is under attack. They've been under attack for quite some time, completely down. Looks like for certain areas of the continental United States, they are actually working, but... It's not working for me down here in Florida, I'll tell you what. So, I am very pleased to be able to join you here today, as I do every day, at Pilled.net. We're also live over there on Getter, and we should be live on X. I wish that there was an easier way to check chat on X, but... Yeah, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. Maybe if I go to X and try to go to my stream. We'll see if that works. Anyways, we've got a lot to discuss today, guys. New movement in the Hunter Biden cases, new movement in President Trump's cases, very positive movement in President Trump's cases. And as it would appear, perhaps a nationwide Chinese state-sponsored hacking operation that's only just been revealed. And I don't know, maybe that's what's going on with Rumble. They are attacking infrastructure, they're attacking email, they're attacking critical government systems. Sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn. We're going to be right back after this. My friends, gold is on the rise. It just soared past $2,000 an ounce. In the wars in Israel, in the Ukraine, plus the rate cuts that are on the table, well, all of these things are working together to help fuel the meteoric rise of this beautiful, precious metal. And the top banks, Deutsche Bank, UBS, Bank of America, JP Morgan, all of them are forecasting sizable rate cuts coming up in the election year. And you've got the heads of the top financial firms pointing out the similarities to what we see in America now in the 1970s. 
70s. Take a look back at 1979. At that time, we had the Iran hostage crisis. There was war in the Middle East, and major U.S. cities were in disarray and stagflation. At that time, gold went from $158 an ounce in 1974 to $850 an ounce in 1980. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing even higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. Back in 2020, the U.S. debt was at $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, now in 2023, it's $33 trillion and gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Now, President Trump, he warned us the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. So you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Remember to mention me, Zach Payne, and Red Pill News. And when you do, you will always get best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no-fee-for-life IRA. It's available on qualifying rollovers, and to find out if you do qualify, give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and get your free investor guide today. Once again, Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top-rated gold IRA dealer for seven years in a row. Call them today at 888-857-6092. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I sincerely appreciate wherever you're at. Uh, we do have <clears throat> a chat on, on Twitter. I figured out what I have to do. I have to actually just pull up the stream. There's no back end or anything like that. I guess it's not all that different from Rumble and the Foxhole. But either way, I have Twitter chat up on my screen right now. and we we'll see what I can do once we get into the main view. Uh, let me start by saying thank you so much uh, to the refugees of Rumble who are now on all of these other various platforms. Let me say thank you to Sean Joe for dropping that cookie, Porpoiseful for dropping that cookie as well. Yeah, X seems to work. Uh, looks like Getter obviously is working as well. And you guys, uh, I stayed up late doing a little bit of uh, maintenance on my, my studio last night, and I have a little camera that I plugged in where I can actually show you guys how things have changed here. So uh, I'm a little anxious to do that. Let me do that. Okay, so take a look at this. I can actually pick this up, and it's got a little dolly, or I guess maybe it's a gimbal, rather, to move it around. You can see here the wall that I built in, uh, and you can see up there the soundproofing panels that I did on the ceiling and up at the top. Right there is the OG RP78 white uh, geometric wall. Uh, I kept that over on that side, and you can see here I am sitting at my table. Uh, oh, look back here. I built this last night. I bought a butcher block, and I got some uh, some steel legs for it. Uh, it's a little bit uh, needing to get used to how I do this, but over there, I built this uh, this wooden bl- butcher block table. I'm pretty proud of it. You can see there's a, a little bed down there for Chi-Chi and Muffin. Here is my desk. Let me actually – how do I – figure out how to get this straight again. And I can show you here is my setup. You guys can see exactly what I see while I'm uh, doing this every day. There's your chats. How cool is that? 
And then uh, over there is the other side. So, yeah, that's really it. I just uh, it took me a long time to get this ready and put it together last night. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about it. I'm very excited uh, because every time I do a revision on the studio, it uh, gets just a little bit more professional, a little bit easier to use. Oh, I also changed the arrangement of one of my screens so that I have like a vertical screen now instead of a horizontal screen. Makes it way easier for me to monitor the chats. Who knew? Anyways, I'm excited to be here. I'm glad you guys are hanging out with me. Thank you so much to Nakaz808 for dropping those shades. And Johnny Q, who says, much love, brother. So good to see you, Johnny. If you guys are not watching and following Johnny on all of the various platforms where this young man uh, produces shows, uh, he's working with some of the uh, oldest known names who you may remember if you've been around uh, for a very long time. Uh, people like Sean, people like Scott from Woke. Uh, definitely check them out because uh, he, he does excellent work. Johnny is uh, a real researcher, you might say. So listen, I also want to give a big shout out to Vector because I'm using one of his coffee mugs right here. Uh, and let's go ahead and uh, get right into it because I got a lot of stuff I want to make sure we get a chance to talk about today. First of all, since <clears throat> I don't have a rumble chat, uh, I put the uh, gold pills from Pilled up there on the screen. Um, we'll see if I can figure out how to get the uh, Twitter chat up there at some point as well. But I'd like to begin uh, with the conversation about the renewal of the FISA Section 702. Now, the the conversation surrounding this in, in Congress was really about whether or not FISA should be allowed to remain. Uh, clearly, it's a tool that's used by our intelligence community and our government investigative agencies. And it's something that I'm sure at many times in the past, uh, it's been of great use uh, to the government and to the various agencies of the government as they investigate terrorism, as they investigate transnational uh, organized crime. The problem becomes when FISA is abused and used to spy on American citizens uh, without warrants uh, and uh, and as a weaponized tool of the government. Now, this tweet thread was sent over to me earlier today. This is Elizabeth Goyton. Uh, she is the co-director of Liberty and National Security Program at the Brennan Justice Center. Now, I'm not certain if that is like John Brennan uh, or if it's a different Brennan. Uh, if you guys know in the chat, go ahead and let me know. I didn't have time to get into it because I had so much to do earlier today. <clears throat> But she says this about the FISA reform bill. Reform is in quotations. Red alert. Buried in the House Intelligence Committee's Section 702 reform bill, which is scheduled for a floor vote as soon as tomorrow, and she's posting this today, it's the biggest expansion of surveillance inside the United States since the Patriot Act 111. One of 11, excuse me. Now, through a seemingly innocuous change in the definition of electronic service communications provider, this bill vastly expands the universe of U.S. businesses that can be conscripted to aid the government in conducting surveillance. That doesn't sound good. Under current law, the government can compel companies that have direct access to communications, uh, places like uh, a phone, email, and text messaging service providers. They can compel them to assist in 702 surveillance by turning over the communications of Section 702 targets. Now, under Section 504 of the House Intelligence Committee's bill, any entity that has access to equipment on which communications may be transmitted or stored, such as an ordinary router, 
It's fair game. Now, what does that mean in practice? Well, it's pretty simple. Hotels, libraries, coffee shops, and other places that offer Wi-Fi to their customers could be forced to serve as surrogate spies. They could be required to configure their systems to ensure that they can provide the government access to entire streams of communication. Even a repair person who comes to fix the Wi-Fi in your home would meet the revised definition of a person uh, who has or of an employee or a service provider who has access to equipment. That equipment in that instance, of course, would be your router. All of these are devices on which communications are transmitted, and all of them would be fair game under the revision of the FISA bill. The bill's sponsor all deny that Section 504 is intended to sweep so broadly. What is the provision intended to do, then, you might ask, and how is the government planning to use that? Well, sorry, guys, it's classified. We can't tell you about it because if you knew, well, then, of course, maybe you would have something to say about it. At the end of the day, though, the government's claimed intent matters little. What matters is what the provision on its face actually allows, because as we all know by now, the government will interpret and apply the law as broadly as it can get away with. Uh, And I'm not going to argue with that. That is absolutely the truth. This isn't a minor or theoretical concern. One of the FISA court Amici posted a blog to warn Americans about this provision. I can't overstate how unusual it is for a FISA court Amici to take to the airwaves in this manner. So we would be foolish to ignore it. If you don't want to have to worry about the NSA tapping into your communications at the hotel you're staying at, tell your House representative to vote no on the House Intelligence Bill this week. More on the many flaws in that bill can be found there at a link to the Brennan Center. Instead, they should vote for the Protect Liberty and End Warrantless Surveillance Act, a bill that was passed by House Judiciary on a 35 to 2 vote that would reauthorize Section 702 with strong reforms to protect Americans' privacy and civil liberties. Now, I am not advocating for the passage of Elizabeth's, a.k.a. the Brennan Center's preferred language on this bill. I'm simply calling this to your attention so that you can go ahead and take a look at it. Now, this is something that I myself intend to dive into a little bit more, but I think that at the very least, her call to action to actually get in touch with your representatives is something that must happen. And I think at the end of the day, what we need to be asking for is a complete suspension of 702. You know, the idea that the government needs the right to look through every single aspect of our electronic communications to keep us safe from terrorism is total BS. I think that the point that Elizabeth makes here about the broad interpretation of the law is 100 percent on point. Anytime the government has had the ability to interpret something to the detriment of your privacy and civil liberties, They always have. There is no instance where the government has erred on the side of safety, certainly not in the modern era. If they have the opportunity to spy on you without getting a warrant or without even making you aware that it's happening, they're going to do it. So let's say that you're staying at a hotel. Uh, You are there for a conference. You're there for a truth and freedom conference, whatever it might be. You're there to speak or you're there simply to join as a member of the audience. Let's just just hypothetically, say GART 3, which is coming up only next month. Well, 
Maybe the government knows that you're going to be visiting GART 3. Maybe they know that someone like me, someone like John, anybody else from Badlands is going to be there speaking. And so they get a hold of the hotel. We'll call it the Hyatt. They conscript the Hyatt to access the data from our private communications that we're using on that free Wi-Fi. And then they take all of that data. They go ahead and sift through it, and they determine whether or not something we do or say is a threat. Given the current political climate and the uh, apparent authoritarian regime that sits in Washington, D.C., which is arguably looking for any reason to come after us anytime they get the opportunity, uh, I think it's quite clear that if they have the ability to spy on us and it's totally legal, then they're going to go ahead and do it. All right. So uh, real quick, let me say thank you so much to Shonjo, who just uh, gifted a bronze one month tier. Two of them, actually. Raid on Antifa just claimed one of those, and then CyberXP did as well. Nikaz808 said, uh, did you get to incorporate the UPS in the studio revision? That is, uh, that's actually been installed, Nikaz. It has to go in another room because it's too big and it's actually too hot to stay in here. This uh, studio space is just too small. So I have an extension cord, uh, uh, like a generator-style extension cord, one that's very, very powerful, and that goes out to the UPS. The UPS is in the other room, so we should have no problems if we actually lose power. I actually used it the last time we had uh, a storm and a hurricane. It, It worked great, so thank you very, very much. Uh, Sean Joe just gifted uh, two more bronze tiers. Esther picked one of them up, and so did A Dig. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, okay, so uh, Glenn says... Uh, oh, who cares? Glenn is who cares. Awesome, dude. He says the Brennan Center for Justice at New York University School of Law is a liberal or progressive nonprofit law and public policy institute. The organization is named after Supreme Court Justice William J. Brennan Jr. Okay, thank you very much. I seem to remember that uh, they had some sort of liberal leanings. Um, but the real irony here is that it was the liberals who previously were concerned with matters of privacy, uh, with matters matters of uh, uh, search and seizure of your data. Uh, if you'll remember when Edward Snowden and a number of other uh, privacy-related things were revealed to the public, it was largely the liberals here in America, the activists who were raising awareness about it. Uh, I think that no matter who it is that is calling attention to these, quote, reforms in Section 702, I think that we have some real uh, valid concerns about exactly how the government is going to be using these powers. And personally, I think 702 needs to be done away with in its entirety. So that would be my recommendation. You call your House of Representatives. You let them know that we do not support any extension of 702 in its current form and that if they're going to use it in the future – The paramount issue must be that they're not allowed to use it to spy on American citizens in the way that they have. They have used it illegally. It has violated our civil rights. And from my estimation, these people simply just don't believe that we have any civil rights at this point. So I'm going to go ahead and pass out the link to this thread so that you can compare these two bills that she's discussing here. Let me go ahead and drop that there. We're going to go ahead and drop that there. Go ahead and drop it over here as well. Uh, and over here on uh, Getter, 
Is it uh, Casa Getter says, hello, Red Pill fam. Rumble was back up and working. I'll check again for Red Pill. Rumble is still down for me, but you got other channels. Yeah, Rumble is not working for me at all. Uh, I can't get the page to load. I, I can't even get in there to actually create the stream. And now that we've started, I'm just going to upload it after we're done. All right. So definitely check out that link, you guys. Let me know what you think. Uh, leave a, a comment in the in the, the the comment section of this video or wherever you are. If you're over there on Pilled, here's a nice little tip. When you leave a comment in the chat, that chat is still there later. So people can go ahead and review it at another time. All right. So speaking of spying, uh, again, here we have a Democrat, a leftist who is revealing some pretty disturbing aspects of the U.S.'s domestic spying program. Uh, this is from Senator Ron Wyden, who I'm not actually a fan of. Uh, but anytime someone in uh, public life, private life or elected service raises concerns about the government's use of these spying technologies, uh, I think that it's something that we need to talk about. So Ron Wyden is seeking answers about the extent to which governments, not only the U.S. government, but foreign governments as well, have been able to to spy on Americans through their spy phones, excuse me, smartphones. <laughs> you know, what's funny is that uh, we know that during the Trump administration, there was a fair amount of five eyes related spying on American targets because the American agencies knew that they couldn't legally spy on Americans, people like President Trump and people in his orbit. So Ron Wyden recently wrote a letter to Merrick Garland. Uh, he sought information uh, from Google and Apple about how the federal government is actually keeping tabs on Americans. And mind you, this is information they do not want to get out. So Wyden indicated he had a particular concern over information that was being shared with foreign governments. Ironically enough, this is coming from a report in the Washington Post, and it was based on a review of court records uh, searching what are known as push notifications in order to develop a map of a targeted individual's contacts. Uh, it was used in a number of different investigations of participants from January 6th. Now, the Post noted that every single push notification that tells a user a friend contacted them creates what's called a token. Now, obtaining information in the tokens allows investigators to determine who contacted the user. So let's, as an example, say somebody from January 6th, uh, they are, they, they were there in the Capitol or they were outside of the Capitol. They weren't doing anything at all. They weren't causing any trouble. They weren't engaging in any violence, but that person was able to receive text messages and communications from, say, people on Twitter, people on Truth Social, people on their text messages or some other sort of communication app. The government sees all of those communications. They're not actually looking at the communication itself, but they're just looking at who was actually doing the communicating. So then they can go ahead and draw a map out of that person's contacts and more specifically who they were speaking with at the moment that the government is looking to charge you with an actual crime. So according to the letter. Uh, it looks like he began examining this issue of government spying into notifications in the last year. In the spring of 2022, my office – why is North Carolina calling me? In the spring of 2022, my office received a tip that government agencies in foreign countries were demanding smartphone push notifications – from Apple and Google staff. Now, my staff have been investigating this tip for the past year, which included contacting Apple and Google. Uh, now, to me, 
I feel like this is an invasion of our privacy, and this should be the type of data that a government, whether here in the United States or someplace else, uh, should have some sort of warrant in order to be able to harvest. Uh, because, again, regardless of whether they're actually looking at the communication itself or simply the person sending the communication, uh, it still gives that government a map, some sort of information about the movements of people and the relationships they have. Uh, so the two companies, Google and Apple, are in a unique posi- position to facilitate government surveillance uh, of how different people are using apps. What if they think that you're a thought criminal because of some app that you've downloaded? Uh, well, let's just say like, Lisa, Lisa, somebody's at the door. You need to get the door. <laughs> um, hopefully you see that. Okay, she's she got it. She got it. <clears throat> um. So Apple and Google should be permitted to be transparent about the demands that the government is placing on them. Uh, not only the way that our government requests this data, but also the way that foreign governments request this data. Uh, in the same way that uh, these companies have to notify users about different types of government requests. So let's say that uh, the uh, the government, the DOJ, requests all of your private communications from Facebook or all of your private email communications from Google or even your your uh, your your Apple address. Uh, they don't tell you right away. They wait until, I don't know, 6, 8, 10, 12 months later, uh, and it's only after which they've poured through every single message that you have ever sent or received that you find out that, hey, something is actually going on here. Basically, these companies need to be able to give that data over because if they don't tell you that they've been looking at you, You have no idea this is even going on. In this case, the federal government has prohibited Apple and Google from sharing any of this information. Right now, they're not allowed to tell you. This method, they believe, too, has become public, and uh, they're hoping to update their transparency reporting so that they can tell you if you're being spied on. Now... This is so vitally important because, again, it is your privacy. It's your security. Uh, it is uh, a violation of everything that I believe is sacred in terms of our civil rights. Uh, we have the ability. We have the expectation. We should have the expectation of privacy, but there is no privacy anymore. We know this. Uh, I don't want the government having any additional methodologies to go in there, spy on you, and get whatever they need to make a case against you. Uh, Now, what they should be paying attention to is China. China is the real threat in terms of global actions. Uh, They masquerade as uh, some sort of uh, global ally. Certainly, they're allied with Joe Biden and the Biden crime family, um, but they're not truly aligned with the interests of the United States. President Trump understood that. President Trump kept China at bay. President Trump had a eye on transnational criminal organizations and the integrity of our electronic systems. Well, it turns out that Chinese hackers have been in critical U.S. infrastructure for at least a year, and uh, I'm not certain, 
But this news came out today, and then at the same time, we've been having these massive attacks taking place on Rumble. Uh, obviously, Rumble is using a mixture of public infrastructure from a number of companies and then also their own infrastructure. And from what I understand, uh, they are specifically targeting at this moment uh, different utility companies, a water utility in Hawaii, uh, a port on the West Coast, probably a port that China had previously been given control of under the Obama administration administration and then had it taken away under President Trump. They've also hacked into oil and gas pipelines. I mean, pretty clear China is looking to leverage its position over the United States. They can create chaos. They can create panic. They can disrupt logistics. They can disrupt services that are being delivered to your home. Uh, they have the ability right now to shut off the lights and shut off the water in a couple of key areas. Uh, they also apparently have the, the ability to shut off the transportation of oil and gas, which could be deadly in a time such as now during the winter. Um, It would also appear that they have been hacking into email accounts, not only just the account itself, but also the email system, uh, which means that they may have access to your private communications as well. This is being called Volt Typhoon. So these hackers are known to be tied to the China's People's Liberation Army. Uh, They've gained access to more than two dozen critical systems, or rather, we've been told that they've gained access to two dozen critical systems. They've been in there for over a year, and the federal government of the United States of America had absolutely no idea, allegedly. Uh, Either they didn't know, and that means that they are woefully underprepared for state-level cyber attacks, or they absolutely knew, and they they allowed it to happen. I think either is fairly believable. This newly revealed information uh, provides a fairly comprehensive understanding of what exactly Volt Typhoon and the cyber campaign are. Uh, it was initiated by the U.S. government just about a year ago. So I'm sure you can remember how there was a ransomware attack on the Colonial Pipeline. Because of that ransomware attack, fuel prices went out of control. It caused lines of cars for hours at gas stations in a number of different areas on the eastern seaboard. Uh, It was that moment that the American people got a glimpse of what a potential cyber attack at a state level could do to some central things that we need on a daily basis here in the United States of America. And it was uh, a pretty eye-opening in terms of just how much trouble these state-level attacks could cause for various elements of the federal government. So the director of the DHS's Cyber Security Security and Infrastructure Security Agency, which is CISA, uh, is reporting that this is a significant change from the type of Chinese cybersecurity attacks we used to see between seven and ten years ago. At that time, they were focused primarily on political and economic espionage. Now, the goal of a threatening campaign such as this, uh, of course, is to gain a position of power over the nation that you have hacked. Uh, this means that... Uh, Uh, They want to show the United States what is possible, and if they need to ratchet up the screws on the thumb, so to speak, 
then all they need to do is shut off some critical American infrastructure. Uh, this could disrupt things across the entire United States. Uh, maybe not only disrupt, but perhaps they would have the ability to actually control these systems. And because in many parts of the U.S., we've got core utilities managed by private industry and not necessarily by U.S. government systems, it means that each one of these various telecoms, these uh, the, these utility companies, they operate differently. They're not communicating. Some of them do have some pretty robust cybersecurity methods intact, uh, but many others are completely vulnerable to cyber attacks. And uh, this is what's allowed Chinese attackers to infiltrate. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. And gain control of systems without any sort of detection.
Uh, there was one attempt to break into the power grid uh, that was privately owned in Texas. Uh, this was unknown before, but now we're being told about it. Several electric utilities outside of the U.S. have also been compromised. So it looks, it would appear that the United States is not the only known target of these Chinese cyber attackers. So the question here, why target Hawaii? Well, Taiwan, the island of Oahu, is home to the Pacific Fleet. China's ability to disrupt the U.S. military's response to a potential conflict would then require deploying troops and equipment, and it could weaken America's activation in a timely and critical fashion. How did they gain access? Well, Often, often comes down to the idea of malware, lapses in security, people not doing updates, uh, the IT infrastructure teams not keeping up on making sure that their cybersecurity infrastructure is robust. Uh, and at this point, you may not even be able to do anything about it, uh, short of wiping your entire system. Just this is really elementary, but in case you don't know, this is the best way to make sure that you're not getting hacked or that you don't have some sort of malware on your system. Keeping your systems updated, all of your software, all of your operating systems, uh, make sure that you're using very strong passwords. I use a password uh, – I use a password producer. I guess that's how you would say it. Anyways, if I need to make a new password, it creates it for me and it's long. It's based on uh, uppercase letters, lowercase letters, symbols, numbers, uh, you know, you name it. It's got everything. And it's and every single password is different from another password. Never reuse the same password. If you're a person who has the same password, like the name of your dog and the year that you were born, uh, then you're going to be very easy to hack, especially if you use that password over and over and over again. You'd be really surprised at how often uh, hacks occur at you know just uh, plenty of sites that you use. A hack occurs – all of the passwords and email addresses are stolen from that site, uh, and then they figure out what other websites you're on and where you have uh, memberships, and then they take your password or any other known passwords, and they try to break into those sites. Lots of times, those emails and passwords will be sold out there on the dark web, and people will then uh, purchase that information and use it to compromise you. Uh, it's a lot worse for an individual to have their systems compromised uh, because the damage to a person can be so much greater than the damage to a company. A company can recover. But let's say somebody takes some really personal private information about you. What if they find out compromising information about your family? What if they put you and your kids at risk? There's all kinds of reasons why you want to make sure that this is something that's on your mind. There's also something called multi-factor authentication. Uh, basically, it uh, when you try to log in someplace, it might send a text message to you, uh, or you might have an authenticator app. Personally, don't care for the authenticator apps. I, I like getting text messages. Uh, also, I, I get people saying, Sending me messages um, asking if, hey, did you send me this message? Uh, or maybe they get a message saying, hey, click here and we're going to gift you some Bitcoin. All you got to do is give us your wallet. Don't do it. It's a phishing attempt. They're trying to get you to click a link so they can get data about you. They can – you click a link. They can figure out where you are. They can get your IP address. They can uh, get all kinds of other information about your location and then they can use that to try to narrow down the scope of what personal information might be necessary to get into the rest of your system. Um, 
And, of course, at the end of the day, remain vigilant because this could happen to you uh, and it's really, really, really awful when it does. Okay, let's see. Let me say thank you to... uh, Daisy Chain, who just gifted a one-month silver subscription to Karen Hare. Thank you so much, Karen and Daisy. Thank you to Matt Couch for that cookie. Appreciate you, buddy. Good to see you out there. Thank you to Sean, Joe, and Porpoiseful for those cookies. Asquatch for the can. Paul Thaddeus for the cookie. Also, Michelle Ann for the cookie. And then LKW Cross says, who will be number 47? President Trump will be number 47, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, you guys. Uh, Listen, we have to take a break for the latter half of the show. If you'll give me just a moment, we'll be right back after this. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufactured manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the carbon-60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, welcome back. So, we have a report here from the FBI uh, about the ballot fraud that we know took place in Georgia in 2020. Uh, and this is actually a report that looks pretty good for President Trump and uh, the apparent co-conspirators, the co-defendants, I guess I should say, uh, down there in Georgia. So this report was produced by the FBI in conjunction with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, as well as the Secretary of State, of course, Brad Rhino Raffensperger, uh, and it was released in June. Now, we talked about it at that time. That report did not uncover any violations during their investigation of that late night ballot dump that took place at the State Farm Center in Atlanta, Georgia, back on Election Day, November 3rd, 2020. Well, obviously, we know that to be fraudulent because the video evidence shows they lied about a water main leak. They kicked all the Republicans out. And then the Democrats who were left over inside the building pulled out suitcases full of ballots and then proceeded to scan them through the uh, ballot tabulators over and over and over again. I'm not going to say the one person specifically who we know did because that person has actually sued a couple of people in the media and I do not want to be a target of something like that. Now, Directly from the report, they claim that teams of investigators from the GBI, the FBI, and the Georgia Secretary of State conducted independent and simultaneous interviews of Fulton County election workers who were involved in the processing and scanning of absentee ballots at the State Farm Arena 
on November 3rd, 2020. Investigators from the three law enforcement agencies also reviewed the entire unedited security video footage of those events in question at the State Farm Arena. And Secretary of State investigators independently interviewed party observers who were present at State Farm that evening. Of course, they didn't find any violations. Why would they? They weren't actually investigating. It was a cover-up. No potential violations. you got to be kidding me. Well, uh, according to that FBI-GBI report, the bulk of the investigators appear to have been conducted in December of 2020 and January of 21. But both the state election board and the Georgia Secretary of State's office was backed up reviewing claims. So the report was released in June by Christopher Ray's FBI and the GBI in Georgia, along with Brad Raffensberger's office. And it appears that there was nothing new in the information that they released. Nothing that we didn't already know as of December 2020. So the question then becomes, why did it take three years for Christopher Ray's FBI to release this report? Well, several election officials went back to the State Farm Arena and they began counting ballots late that night without any observers present. That right there is illegal. It calls into question any of the numbers that were tabulated after nobody was there to check their work. And according to the Georgia Republican Party, they also say this was unlawful activity. Now, Joe Hoft, who is, of course, a contributor to the Gateway Pundit, first released that video, which exposed election workers that night at State Farm, uh, shoving stacks of ballots through several machines several times. In one instance, the stack of ballots was fed through one machine three times by operator Ruby Freeman. That is undeniable. We see that in the video. Ruby Freeman takes one stack of ballots, puts it through. She takes that same stack of ballots, she puts it through. She takes that same stack of ballots and she puts it through. This is the same stack of ballots that was fed through another machine by election worker Ralph Jones. So that's one stack of ballots at least four times. Same stack of ballots went through the machine four times. How can they not find that something potentially illegal took place? Well, the answer to that, of course, is that, again, this was not an investigation. This was a cover-up. We've also got that video of the election workers pulling those hidden ballots from under the draped tables and then jamming those ballots through the machines multiple times. Now, after the 2020 election, Rudy Giuliani and Joe Hoft and Jim Hoft all were sued, as I stated, by those two election workers, Ruby Freeman and Wanda Shamos. Wanda Shamos was Ruby's daughter. These two women claimed that they were threatened by Rudy Giuliani, Jim and Joe, on their illicit late night activities. They claimed that they were put in danger. Have you ever noticed anytime somebody does something wrong, they come out with a statement and say that my my family and my personal safety has been put at risk due to these unfounded accusations. That's like the quickest response that you get from somebody when they've done something wrong. Well, in August of this year, so after the report came out, Obama appointed judge D.C. Beryl Howell decided that Rudy Giuliani was legally liable for defaming these two election workers, Ruby and Shea, because he was late in producing relevant evidence to the election workers' attorney. So she pronounced Rudy guilty of that crime. Later on, we learned that Rudy could not turn over the documents to the attorneys because he was not holding the information. Investigators were holding it in another case against Rudy. So Rudy is innocent. He never lied about the election workers. He never admitted to lying. 
And he's now going to be forced to sit through a show trial in front of Judge Beryl Howell in the coming days as the D.C. jury decides how much he will be forced to pay to Ruby and her daughter. So the FBI concluded that the female and male Georgia poll workers who stammed those who who stuffed those ballots through the voting machines numerous times on election night after the observers were sent home did nothing wrong. Now, if we fast forward to this weekend, Joe Hoft discussed this case with a prominent attorney, and they were advised to review the report that was released by Chris Ray in June. And apparently the results were explosive because in that report, Rudy is actually completely exonerated by that report. And Rudy was exonerated by Ruby Freeman during her own testimony, because according to Ruby Freeman, she was harassed after the 2020 election when she was exposed for shoving those ballots through the voting machines numerous times. And Ruby told investigators in December 2020 that her situation was bad after a fake social media account was posted using her name. So in that report, they state Freeman was also questioned about her alleged social media posts. However, she wanted to speak with an attorney before proceeding any further on that issue. She stated that the situation was bad due to the alleged posts, not due to Rudy Giuliani, and that she had received over 500 emails, text messages. She was being harassed by having unsolicited pizza orders sent to her house. People were calling her neighbors and questioning them about her. Freeman was also asked to review some uh, social media post, but she declined to answer any further questions until she retained an attorney. Now, Rudy Giuliani did not expose Ruby's name during his Georgia hearing. And we now know that Ruby blamed the alleged harassment and abuse that she received on fake social media accounts that were set up using her name. So by Ruby Freeman's testimony and the report that was released Earlier this year by the FBI and the GBI, Rudy Giuliani had nothing to do with any of the harassment that Ruby Freeman or her daughter received. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Christopher Ray's FBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and the Secretary of State's Office for Georgia interviewed the actual person who created the fake Ruby Freeman social media page and published these fabricated posts that allegedly were put up by Ruby Freeman. Now, this is where it's interesting. The FBI interviewed this man who created the fake Ruby Freeman account, but they never name him in the report because his name was redacted for some reason. Well, it sounds like the type of thing that you would actually want to report from the report. He created the at Ruby Freeman Georgia account, but did not write the specific post regarding tampering with the 2020 election. On December 4th, 2020, he came across an Instagram user whose name is redacted, who posted the supposed confession by Ruby. And shortly thereafter, the redacted account changed their account name to Ruby Freeman Georgia. That account holder subsequently changed their name to Ruby Freeman Georgia, and the account was later made private and then deleted. So you have the Instagram account, Ruby Freeman, Georgia, and then the Twitter account, Ruby Freeman, Georgia, uh, and the one on Twitter described that account as being a fake or a parody. So the FBI knows who this guy was. They didn't arrest him. Why would that be? Because Rudy Giuliani was being persecuted for something that he never actually did. It makes you kind of think that perhaps the person who was interviewed by all of these different agencies and who created these accounts Maybe they have some special status. Uh, maybe they are somebody who the FBI doesn't want to reveal because if it did, 
I don't know, sources and methods, if you will. So it sounds like this is the guy that Ruby Freeman needs to actually sue, and Rudy Giuliani should be completely exonerated. Now, there's one more thing. Uh, in the headline, FBI GBI report exonerates Rudy Giuliani and it implicates Christopher Ray. How does it implicate Christopher Ray? Well, in the report itself, the investigative findings, which are the conclusions that the FBI, the GBI and the Georgia Secretary of State come to, it omits the most important accusations. It was the Gateway Pundit who was the first to report that it was Ruby Freeman, Shea Moss, Ralph Jones and others we're shoving these ballots through the machines numerous times. We've got a video of Ruby taking that stack of ballots and shoving it through the machine three times. Then there's a video of Ralph shoving the same stack of ballots through his machine. After this three-year investigation, Christopher Ray and his FBI team that did this investigation did not even mention this as part of their findings. It's almost like they want to pretend like it didn't actually happen, because if they went on the record to say that it was something that truly occurred, well, then, of course, the result would be obvious. This was an illegal act. So, again, this wasn't an investigation. This was a cover-up. They don't mention it. Uh, I think maybe they just were hoping that people were going to glaze over it. I didn't even catch it back in June, but I think it is highly important. Uh, and, of course, Christopher Ray needs to answer for that. I hope that somebody asks him about this the next time he's testifying in Congress. Uh, real briefly, Sheila Jackson Lee did not win her mayoral race, and uh, she's going to have to slink off to go do something else. I- I'm not certain if she has uh, a plan to not run again in her Texas district, but she's certainly not going to be the mayor of any local towns. Now, as far as Sheila Jackson Lee is concerned, I think her ego is probably badly bruised, badly damaged. uh, And the man who actually beat her did have some uh, special messages for Sheila Jackson Lee. Uh, So I thought there was a video here, but there isn't. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, he said this to Sheila Jackson Lee uh, and to the uh, the Chronicle, a newspaper locally. People want to go work for me because we respect people. We don't bully people. My family taught me to treat people the way you want to be treated, and that works wherever you are, regardless of what community you're visiting, visiting with. Treat these individuals like you want to be treated. The man sounds like a class act, and based upon the leaked audio phone conversations of Sheila Jackson Lee berating her staff, uh, using F-bombs and calling them all sorts of expletives, it's no wonder that the people of Sheila Jackson Lee's community did not want her to be the mayor. It's no wonder that Sheila Jackson Lee uh, is having difficulty finding staff and keeping staff uh, because nobody wants to work for a tyrant. Uh, this man's philosophy is my own. I always do my best to treat every single person I meet, whether it's in real life or here on the Internet, uh, with respect, uh, because uh, I think that everybody deserves that. And that's certainly the way that I want to be treated. All right, so 
Before we get into some Hunter Biden news, interestingly enough, uh, Finland's intelligence agency has just recently declassified some documents related to Lee Harvey Oswald. Uh, it is an agency known as SUPO. Don't know what that stands for, uh, but they just declassified a 60-year-old file uh, regarding Lee Harvey Oswald's visit to Finland in 1959. Uh, following President John F. Kennedy's assassination in November of 63, Supa wrote a memorandum on the supposed killer, uh, but they kept it secret from the public. You have to wonder, why would they keep it secret? Um their version of PBS, YLE, uh, has reported that they've released several documents detailing the visit that Oswald made. Uh, Oswald arrived in Finland in October of 1959. He stayed at the Ho- Hotel Torni in Helsinki. He checked into room 309 and was supposed to stay for five days until he left the hotel on the second night to stay at a different hotel, the Klaus Kirky Hotel. There he remained for another three nights. Now, the organization, the uh, the uh, uh, I guess they're a, a spy organization in Finland, uh, intelligence organization. They were unable to determine what the exact reason was for Oswald's visit to Finland, uh, but they did note that Oswald was able to obtain a Soviet visa surprisingly quickly after leaving Helsinki. Um, I will say this: uh, I would imagine that intelligence agencies are not want to just track any old tourist that comes into town. So. If the intelligence community of Finland in 1959 was paying attention to Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, it lends itself to the idea that Lee Harvey Oswald uh, had a larger part to play, certainly in the intelligence circle. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Uh, and certainly in circles of espionage. So one interesting part of the memo shows that Supo corrected one of its entries in its memo that originally stated that Oswald flew into or from Helsinki to Stockholm. Uh, they corrected its memo by crossing out that Oswald went to Stockholm and instead wrote that he flew to Moscow. Uh, and the first memo is dated uh, July 23rd, 1963, uh, and it contains that incorrect entry. The inspector was correct in his assessment that Oswald had been in Helsinki waiting for a visa, and then later they made this correction. Uh, now, this is officially more information than the well, the Joe Biden administration has revealed about the assassination of President Kennedy uh, this year. And I don't think it's going to be until President Trump comes back into office that we're going to get any more significant revelations about what happened to President John F. Kennedy. Uh, thank you very, very much to... Uh, let's see, uh, Paul Thaddeus for the cookie, uh, Michelle Ann for the cookie, and then LKW Cross. Oh, you already, I already said that one. Okay, that's no problem. Well, thank you very much either way for being here. 
Uh, looks like we got quite a few people over on Getter as well. See TZ Burton hanging out over there as well. Uh, yeah, Rumble is still not working. I've seen a couple of people in the Foxhole chat say that they've gotten it to work for a moment or so, uh, but I still can't get anything to work either. So hopefully later today I'll be able to get this uploaded uh, to Rumble. All right, so just recently I, I was uh, musing kind of uh, publicly uh, about any updates on the location and the status of Gonzalo Lira. He was also known as Coach Red Pill. Uh, apparently, his father is speaking out, uh, suggesting that the United States State Department gave the green light to Volodymyr Zelensky's uh, secret police to put him in jail. Now, the last time we heard from Gonzalo Lira, he had just been released from being held in a Ukrainian prison. They had extorted $75,000 from him, and they essentially told him that if he didn't get the hell out of the country, that he was going to end up in prison and he was probably going to die. So in his final videos, he said that he was going to attempt to cross into Hungary uh, over the Ukrainian border, and that if we didn't hear from him shortly, then likely he had been arrested again, and that was probably going to be it. You know, it's assumed that uh, he's probably being treated just as poorly as he was the first time around, probably tortured, certainly being held in prison. Uh, what crime did he commit? Well, he criticized the actions of the Ukrainian government. His father is the one who is charging the Biden regime with complicity or at least tacit approval for the arresting of Gonzalo Lira. I uh, might remind you that Lira is a dual Chilean United States citizen. Uh, this is the kind of thing that normally the United States government would step in and say, hey, give us our citizen back because they haven't really done anything. And the U.S. Embassy in Kiev said that they have been in frequent contact with Mr. Lira and his counsel regarding his detention uh, and that they've actually been attending court proceedings. Uh, So at the very least, it's good to know that Gonzalo Lira is alive. Uh, But for denying the uh, possibility of Russian war crimes or justifying Russian aggression, uh, this is not the kind of thing that we see happening in democratic republics or democracies. Uh, But need I remind you that Ukraine is simply another authoritarian regime that's being run by a small dictator uh, that is being propped up at this point by the United States and NATO-aligned nations. I don't know how much long that's going to be. For uh, I tend to think that Zelensky's time in power is very, very close to winding down. All right. Over the weekend, we got news that Hunter Biden was being charged in another jurisdiction. Funnily enough, it's one of the jurisdictions that the special prosecutor in this case had attempted to get him charged in previously. But the prosecutors locally said, no way, we're not going to touch this case. And of course, David Weiss was unable to do anything about it because he hadn't been given the authority to actually charge Hunter Biden anywhere else but where he was prosecuting. And that was in Delaware. So. Hunter Biden is being charged with tax evasion in California. Nine counts were handed down by a grand jury. This is over his failure to pay over $1 million in taxes over a four-year period. He's been charged with three felonies and six misdemeanors. That includes failure to pay taxes and failure to file taxes. Uh, in the indictment that we saw over the weekend, it lays out Hunter Biden's business dealings with Ukrainian energy firm Burisma Holdings, uh, his relationship with a Romanian oligarch previously thought to be Gabriel Popovicu and uh, a Chinese infrastructure company, CEFC. That is the Chinese energy company that we've spoken about on a number of occasions. Now, 
What's interesting is that uh, the mainstream media is actually paying attention to this. And unfortunately, I can't play the video clip. Uh, oh, here we go. We actually have a clip from uh, from YouTube and, and not Rumble. But let's go ahead and take a listen, uh, because this is Hunter Biden's attorney appearing on MSNBC, speaking with Mika Brzezinski, normally a slam dunk, 100 percent supporter of the uh, criminal regime of Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. Whoa, don't scrape that in the trash. That's not cool. And of course, what difference does it make? Need to get through this commercial. You know, I think it's worth mentioning every time I said Abby Lowell's name, I just assumed that Abby Lowell was a woman. But Abby Lowell is not a woman. It's a man. And here we go. Cheesecake. You and me are going to get along just fine. Insincorator. Kitchen better. Come on, guys. Well, it's not going to work. All right. So I will quote it as written in the article. So Mika Brzezinski is asking uh, Abby Lowell about Hunter Biden taking accountability for any of the charges. So she says at the same time, Hunter has written a book about his struggles with addiction. He's written a book saying that he broke laws. He did cocaine, whatever. Uh, And I'm just curious, does your client have any accountability in these charges? Of course, Hunter Biden can't admit accountability to these charges because that would put himself in legal jeopardy. But Abby Lowell says he has extraordinary accountability. I mean, first of all, he nearly died. Did he? Did he nearly die? I mean, I know that he was on drugs. I know that he was uh, doing crack and hanging out with hookers and stuff like that. But this is the first time I've heard Hunter Biden, you know, coming near death. Um Uh, And uh, he continues or she continues. But did he file a false return? I'm ending where I started. It's a yes or a no. And Lowell says it's not a yes or a no because you want to drill. This is a fairly straightforward question. Did your client file charge? Excuse me. Did your client file tax returns or not? Because if he didn't, he's guilty. And I think that's why he was charged. So he says. Continuing on, no, of course it's not. In order to file a false return that's actionable, the following things, depending on the statute, has to occur. It has to be willful. It has to be deliberate. It has to be knowing. It has to be in a year in which the tax is a deficiency. I'll point out that for now in California, the serious charges they filed are 2018. I don't think the government will be able to prove in any way that Hunter owed taxes in that year. So you can't ask a yes or a no question on a complex area of law. What you can say is Hunter was late in filing and paying taxes in certain years. That is a given, as are millions and millions of Americans who do the same thing and are then not then confronted with the 56-page, nine-count indictment. It is just a little bit more complicated than your average tax evasion charges. But as we know, Hunter Biden was making money the entire time that he was out there smoking crack. He was simply choosing not to file taxes. And it's also worth noting that he was funneling money through a series of shell companies and choosing willfully to not alert the government to that money. He thought because his father had been vice president, because they had an ongoing criminal network that they had been running, that he was never going to be held to account. Also, what's interesting is that this new indictment totally blows Hunter Biden's ability to 
claim drug addiction uh, as the reason that he was unable to pay these taxes or he forgot in some manner. So Hunter Biden and his allies usually use the uh, excuse that his drug addiction uh, and uh, his lavish lifestyle of uh, hanging out with hookers and jet setting around the world and smoking crack cocaine. This is the reason that he forgot to file for taxes. This is the reason why he forgot to pay millions of dollars in taxes. This is the reason why he forgot to mention that he was ever receiving this foreign sources of money, not only during Joe Biden's tenure as vice president, but also after. And Hunter Biden has always explained that he continued to avoid paying taxes because he was a drug addict. And the only thing about it is in 2020, after he regained his sobriety and he finally filed those outstanding taxes from 2016, 2017 and 2018, he did not direct any payments towards tax liabilities for each of those years. This is what he's being charged with. At the same time, the defendant, Hunter Biden, spent large sums to maintain his lifestyle from January through October 15th, 2020. This is during a time when he was sober. He was sober. He got his act together. He filed those taxes, but he made no efforts to pay the back taxes that he owed. In that same period, he received financial support and funding from a personal friend, which totaled to about $1.2 million. That financial support included hundreds of thousands of dollars in payments for, among other things, housing, He had a couple of awesome houses in that time, media relations. He was paying PR firms, accountants. He was paying his accountants to get his books in order. Lawyers, don't forget, he needed legal representation. Oh, and also his Porsche. This is all coming from the indictment. Hunter Biden spent over $70,000 on rehab uh, from 2016 to 2018, all in an effort to stop himself from using drugs and alcohol. But instead of paying taxes, instead of paying the roughly $1 million in taxes they say he owed, he spent nearly $5 million between 2016 and 2019 to fund his drug habits and his lavish lifestyle, including buying prostitutes, paying for pornography, all of the drugs he did, luxury goods, Probably a Birkin bag, maybe some sort of Louis Vuitton sweatsuit. Uh, and then, of course, there was a whole bunch of other stuff, random incidentals that he spent that money on. In a four-year scheme, during which times Hunter Biden failed to pay $1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes, all owed between 2016 to 2019, uh, or from January 2017 through October 15th of 2020, October 15th, 2020 is the date that I was deleted from YouTube. Uh, he made every attempt possible uh, to evade the assessment of taxes from the tax year of 2018. This was the year when he filed false returns in February of 2020. So he was usually receiving more than $7 million in total gross income. That includes in excess of $1.5 million in 2016, $2.3 million in 2017, $2.1 million in 2018, $1 million in 2019, and approximately $188,000 from January to October of 2020. And in addition, from January through October of 2020, he received approximately $1.2 million in extra financial support 
so that he could fund his extravagant lifestyle. He's been sober since May of 2019. This is the same year he got married to his current wife, Melissa Cohen, and this is all detailed in his guilty plea that was falling apart at the Justice Department. Hunter's memoir, Beautiful Things, also centers around this entire period in his life uh, and his battle with addiction. The book was published in April of 2021. I wonder how much he's made on that book. And this was all, again, after he pled, uh, after he entered into a contract in November of 2019 to plead guilty to that initial indictment. During his memoir, he spoke openly about his battle with drugs and alcohol. He did a number of interviews talking about this stuff as well. He appeared on the musician Moby's podcast for a two-part interview and even released the first installment on December 8th, which was the day after the California grand jury levied these new tax charges against him. And, of course, Moby and Hunter discussed the drug addiction and the way it was the way that it was prepared and perceived in his memoir. And of course, he wants to look like a victim here. He wants to look like all of the attacks that he's receiving, whether they're legal or in the media, are unjustified. And they're simply because of who he is. He is the son of the president of the United States of America. And he also tried to look like a victim in that op-ed we talked about on November 2nd. He said, I don't know a family that hasn't been impacted in some way by addiction. He's right. He's absolutely right, but a normal person who breaks the law and is forced to do the right thing actually has to do the right thing. You see, they don't get a pass like the Bidens do. And I tend to think that based upon the direction these cases are taking, Hunter Biden's passes are all but done. And the investigations are not even done because, of course, we have the ongoing impeachment inquiry. We have a number of oversight committees that are looking into whether or not there was collusion, uh, but collusion. <laughs> of course, there was collusion. Joe and Hunter were lying and they knew about all of this stuff. Uh, we have the threats of uh, contempt of court if Hunter Biden, contempt of Congress, rather, if Hunter Biden doesn't come in and testify. And of course, there is the tens of millions of dollars of money that was paid from foreign entities into the Biden family coffers. Uh, and of course, Much of that is probably detailed in those recently revealed emails that the National Archives has that they did not want James Comer and the Oversight Committee to get their hands on. Well, luckily, and perhaps not good for Hunter and Joe, James Comer is now going to get access to those 1,700 emails which were sent during Joe Biden's tenure in the White House as vice president. They're going to be providing this 1,799 emails and attachments. It's a total of 62,610 pages of records in total. This is all during Hunter Biden, excuse me, this is all during Joe Biden's tenure as vice president. Uh, and the details largely the communications surrounding Joe and Hunter and Hunter's business dealings with Burisma. Uh, and the agency said in a letter that they have now been given access to these emails. And of course, they're going to allow us to see them when they do. Comer had written NARA back in August demanding unrestricted special access. And of course, they said, well, we're not going to go ahead and give it to you. Uh, but as part of the request, Comer sought access to the records under all of those pseudonyms. These are pseudonyms that we knew 
about. And now it appears that there are a number of others that we did not know about before. Uh, And his letter, of course, cited all of the evidence that we've learned about in the last several years as to why this would be uh, a reason for us to have access to it. Now, when NARA responded back in October, they said that they possess up to 82,000 potential records. But NARA told Comer it would be able to give the committee access to the communications with pseudonyms, any communications with Hunter, Eric Schwerin, Devin Archer, and another of Hunter Biden's former business associates and a former Burisma board member who testified to the Oversight Committee in July. So keep your eyes peeled for new and relevant details coming out very soon from the Oversight Committee about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and the Biden crime family. I love the fact that every single day between now and November of 2024, we are probably going to be receiving on a daily basis new details about the crimes that have been committed by Joe Hunter and, of course, their criminal family network. The more information, the more details about their crimes that come out, the more likely it is that people are going to be turning their nose up at the idea of supporting Joe Biden in any sort of way. The voting public is going to be moving closer and closer to Donald Trump as they do every single day. And Donald Trump will come back. We actually have some interesting quotes from Donald Trump over the weekend uh, related to his time in office and what Joe Biden's done to the country. Now, I want to play this clip real quick. Uh, this was uh, posted by my good friend, J.R. Majewski, uh, on this was Saturday night. Yes, this was Saturday night. I ended the show with it, um, but I wanted to play it again for you guys here today. Maybe you didn't see it over the weekend, but Donald Trump. So anyways, l- let me preface this by saying that J.R.'s number one primary opponent who got into the race before him, well, got into the race after J.R. was forced to withdraw and then came back in. Uh, he is uh, Craig Rydell, a former state senator, I believe, or a state rep. He was caught on a phone call trashing President Trump, trashing the MAGA movement, and of course, trashing J.R. That was revealed by Charlie Kirk and a number of other conservative outlets on Friday. Craig Rydell quickly tried to play damage control and immediately put out a press release saying that he unequivocally supports President Trump uh, for the 2024 Republican spot. Unfortunately, it was too little too late, and Donald Trump gave a shout-out to J.R., On Saturday night, after that information came out, Craig Rydell's career is over. Uh, I hope that he does the right thing and drops out and puts his support behind J.R. Majewski. Let's take a listen. J.R. Majewski, somebody that the deep state did some really bad things to, but we stuck by him. We stuck by him. And uh, J.R., where's J.R.? What a job. Where are? What a job. Well, it shows perseverance works, right? You know, he he backed me. He took a tractor. He had a sign, Trump, 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 all over the fields of your beautiful state. And you've been totally exonerated. You told the truth. And they played dirty pool, but you'll get a second shot, right? You're going to get a second shot. Great job. What they did to you is very unfair. <clears throat> yeah, it was more Trump than unfair. Somebody that the deep state... It was an affront to veterans everywhere. It was an affront... To not only J.R. civil liberties, but the civil liberties of Americans in general, because they took J.R.'s personal records. 
They broadcast them and they misrepresented them. Uh, now, real quick, ready for change says, I don't expect anything to happen to him. Hunter Biden. Biden will pardon him. Um, there's only so many pardons that Biden can give to him. And I think that it's likely if it was serious enough, Biden would probably pardon him. But I think that what's most important in the charges and the trials that Hunter Biden is likely going to be facing, uh, it's not necessarily about what happens to him at the end of the day from the DOJ and the prosecutors, because I believe the whole system is corrupt. And I think you're right. Biden could pardon him. The DOJ could throw the case. They could totally screw the pooch. Uh, and uh, and they might end up, even if they convict him, they might give him nothing at all. What will that do? That will prove to the American people that our system is broken beyond repair. That'll prove that your name actually does mean something, that if you're a Biden or you're a Clinton or whatever it is, you can commit all the crimes you want and nothing is going to change. It's another reason to argue for Donald Trump returning and for massive reform across the entirety of the federal government. I have to be honest, as badly as I want to see Hunter Biden in jail – I want to see the current regime under Joe Biden and Merrick Garland completely give him a free pass so that the United States voter is as pissed off as they can possibly be. I want everyone to be fully aware and cognizant of just how broken this system is and that you simply cannot get justice under this type of system. So I think you're right and I'm good with it. All right, so Donald Trump supports J.R. Majewski for Ohio's 9th District. Now, he had some other very interesting things to say. Uh, this event over the weekend was at New York's Young Republican Club. Uh, it was their 111th gala. And, of course, uh, J.R. was there. President Trump was there. President Trump was speaking to this audience. And he had some choice words for Joe Biden and the indictments that have been filed against him. Uh, basically, at the end of the speech, you know, putting it all together, it was a dire warning that uh, that indicated the fact that a former commander in chief could be indicted by his biggest political enemies. Uh, it's going to be a two way street. And this, my friends, is where I believe we're going to see the real justice. I want to be so clear here. I do not expect justice under Joe Biden's regime or Merrick Garland's Justice Department. I think the only way we are going to see justice served is under Trump administration 2.0, because in the same way he's going to clean house, clear out the federal government, bring in his hand-picked loyal, bring in the most loyal people. It's only at that point, after he has replaced the deep state within the DOJ, the FBI, uh, all of the federal agencies, that's when we're going to see the real criminals be prosecuted, because it's going to be America first from top to bottom. That's the time that we actually get justice. President Trump said he's opened up a Pandora's box that will never let our country be the same. I can only say to Joe, be very careful what you wish for. But you have done a terrible thing. President Trump went on to say that these indictments, as we know, are an attack against him and his supporters. He said, I'm being indicted for you. These are not indictments in the traditional sense. These are Biden indictments against his political opponent. I'm the first guy who ever got indicted whose poll numbers went up. And as this progresses as we get closer to November 2024, his poll numbers will only continue to rise. 
at last count, President Trump is facing 91 felony counts from four separate state and federal probes. And that includes the J6 witch hunt, which President Trump is facing right now. Now, take a listen to this. Here is another clip uh, from President Trump speaking at that gala. 2024, don't we? Doesn't it sound good? It's so now it's happening. It's happening. We shouldn't have had to wait this long, but, you know, things like that happen. Things like that happen. But when we were at four years and we were fighting because we had a rigged election like nobody's ever seen before. And a lot of people thought it could happen maybe sooner. And it should have happened sooner because of what they did. A bunch of cheaters. They are cheaters like nobody's ever cheated before. Third world country. But now the time is here and uh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it right. And we're going to find out what happened then. But more importantly, we're going to take our country to new levels, levels that nobody would have thought possible. So the ultimate point of this clip that I wanted to make is that I know that this has been a difficult process for all of us. Every single person watching has suffered greatly from from the moment, from the moment freaking rhino Fox News called Arizona for President Trump and we knew the fix was in. From the moment we saw those ballot dumps, from the moment we saw those votes flipping, our worst fears were realized. And as a result, Joe Biden came to power in Washington, D.C., As a result, America began to suffer almost immediately. And as a result, the people who hadn't realized that yet were now awakened to the truth. This nation has been torn asunder, not by Donald Trump, but by the deep state criminal apparatus that's been at the helm for decades. Donald Trump gave us a brief reprieve. He showed us what could happen. Even under the harshest of circumstances, when someone who cares about this nation gets into power and makes an attempt to try to fix those things, he was able to fix a couple of things. But at the end of the day, they used the full power of that deep state criminal apparatus to go after him. And they went after us. They went after the American people. And we voted for Donald Trump. Others didn't. But those who didn't vote for him are going to be voting for him the next time around. And when Donald Trump returns, Joe Biden and these deep state criminals are going to get exactly what's coming to them. There is there is no not wanting to prosecute people. Every single one of these people are going to be prosecuted. We're going to get to the full extent of what happened in 2020. We're going to expose every individual, every organization, every county, every state. Every uh, elected official or appointed official, every company, every CEO, no matter who you are or where you're at, you're going to be exposed for the part you played in stealing the 2020 election. And the entirety of America is going to know your name and they're going to look at you and they're going to remember the pain, the heartache that they went through for the last four years waiting for the mess of 2020 to be finally unwoven, for the truth to be shown, not only to America, but to the rest of the world, because everybody knows. Everybody knows this election was stolen. Everybody knows Donald Trump should be in office right now. 
And even though four years is going to have gone by and we're all going to have suffered, my friends, we are going to come back bigger and better than ever. And because Donald Trump is starting fresh, because he gets a clean slate, because he's had four years to determine who needs to go and who needs to stay, we're going to be in a very different position. We're going to be stronger than we've ever been. And America is going to be brought back from the brink. Everything that Joe Biden did is going to be undone. All I ask is that each and every one of you is strong enough to wait until that moment. Hold out, okay? Because you have to be there when we take our nation back. We have been fighting for years. Some of you have been fighting for as long as I've been alive. And I know that this has not been simple. This has not been easy. Every single one of us is suffering right now. But imagine what Donald Trump is being faced with. Not only did they steal the election from him, he's had to watch as they destroyed the country, as they defamed him, as they've uh, tried to bankrupt him with 91 charges in four different jurisdictions. I think I thought it was more than four, to be honest with you. But he is sticking to it. He's not giving up. You can't give up either. We need every single man, woman, and child on that battlefield ready when the time comes. God bless President Trump. God bless the patriots. So one of those such jurisdictions that President Trump is currently facing those challenges in at uh, trial in New York, uh, there was a possibility that he was going to testify earlier today, but... He made the announcement that he would not be testifying. Uh, This investigation is rigged. We all know that. Uh, I would say that President Trump has actually already put on the best defense that he possibly can. Uh, There's no need for him to get up on uh, on the witness stand. Uh, The numbers speak for themselves. The witnesses who have testified uh, that were called by the prosecution, they have given excellent evidence to suggest that President Trump did nothing wrong. We had that Deutsche Bank executive who said, hey, this is totally normal. There's nothing wrong with this. We have all of the banks who President Trump borrowed money from who got paid back in spades. They made money on every single one of those things. And then we also had uh, a number of other instances of people testifying who said there was nothing strange happening here. And they also testified to the fact that uh, Judge Gorin has no idea what he's talking about when it comes to real estate values. So President Trump put this announcement out. On Truth Social, Uh, let's go ahead. Oh, and I thought it was a link to that, but we're going to go ahead and watch this here on X. After hearing Deutsche Bank say that they still consider the Trump organization a great client, that they paid their loans off early, nobody was not paid, their statements of financial condition were actually undervalued, and hearing that from experts who are on the Nobel Committee, Executive Committee recommendations, saying that the accounting records were perfect and those mistakes that may or may not have been on were not mistakes at all, they were called subjective valuations, which every real estate developer has. They were... um, absolutely fine and there was absolutely no fault at all and the and frankly they even went further and said the new york attorney general's complaint had no merit 
There was absolutely no violations of any accounting principles. The judge shut us down. So I stood up and said, as did my colleague many times, that we need a directed verdict, meaning that they have not proven their case. They've closed their case. We are now putting on our case and they cannot prove that we did anything wrong. Quite the contrary. All they've proven is that President Trump is worth a lot more than his financial condition. And if he wanted to inflate it, he would have put his brand alone, which is worth billions and billions and billions of dollars. But he didn't because there was no fraud. Uh, Letitia, as you mentioned, she campaigned on Trump. She's trying to maintain some political uh, you know, relevance off of Trump. That's why she shows up and does her PR thing there. Uh, I really I find it disgusting. And we are seriously in. So Trump's attorney in this interview suggesting exactly what I said, that the evidence that's been presented has already proven President Trump's case. There really is no need for him to testify. Uh, and when it comes down to it, Jonathan Turley suggested that uh, one witness in particular was particularly helpful. Uh, this is uh, a statement from Jonathan Turley. What's going to happen next is maybe some of the most interesting parts of the trial because uh, there are still some rebuttal witnesses and one defense witness that many of us are interested in. That defense witness is Professor Bartov. Bartov is an NYU professor. His testimony was actually in favor of Donald Trump's defense, and he said that he did not see any any evidence of accounting fraud in these documents. Uh, now, what he's talking about uh, is his focus on financial reporting and executive compensation and forensic accounting. These are his specialties. This is what he teaches, and this is what he knows in his personal and professional life. So on Thursday, Professor Bartov testified uh, to the fact that President Trump tripled the size of his Manhattan penthouse on financial statements. But the thing about it is that this tripling of the size was only an error in calculation. It means that somebody messed up on a calculator. He says, my main finding is that there is no evidence whatsoever of any accounting fraud. Fraud in accounting is an intentional misstatement rather than an accidental mistake. And he also argued that determining the real value of real estate is subjective. That means that something could be worth more to one valuation, could be worth different amount in another valuation. If somebody tells you that an evaluation is objective, this person has to have their head examined. <laughs> one person is willing to pay a certain amount. Another person is willing to pay another amount. So Letitia James suing Donald Trump has just presented this witness, which suggested that Donald Trump committed no fraud. Unfortunately, Kenneth Chesborough, uh, one of President Trump's co-defendants down in Georgia, he's now receiving pressure from Wisconsin and Michigan. Uh, they're apparently looking into him now that he's pled guilty to lesser charges. It's not enough that he basically was exonerated of the organized racketeering charges that he had down there in Georgia. Uh, but he's currently meeting with Wisconsin and Michigan investigators to see if he can avoid further investigation and charges unto the 2020 alternate elector situation. I remind you, 
Alternate electors are not illegal. They are not fake electors. This is not an effort to undermine the system in the United States of America. Rather, this is an active and ongoing tool that is used by both parties. Alternate electors are frequently sent just in case. State investigators, however, in Michigan and Wisconsin are looking to use this as perhaps another opportunity to charge more charges against Kenneth Chesborough. Uh, it's not just Michigan and Wisconsin either. He's apparently talking to investigators in at least four states. Uh, there are reports that his cooperation in Wisconsin might indicate there is an investigation into the alternate electors there. They're looking to perhaps file charges. Of course, Dana Nessel, the radical George Soros attorney general in the state of Michigan, she's already openly stated uh, that she is going to be charging 16 of those potential Trump alternate electors in regards to the 2020 election case. Now, Kenneth Chesborough in August uh, had, uh, uh, well, excuse me, he was charged in August, uh, and he is one of the uh, few who has pled guilty to reduced charges. Obviously, Kenneth Chesborough, a lawyer of President Trump, this should never have been a charge that he had received. Uh, You have the expectation of attorney-client privilege. Of course, in the instance of President Trump, they want to destroy any such privilege because uh, they know that they can go after somebody, they can ruin them, they can bankrupt them, and they can put them in prison for the rest of their life if they so seek. Before we end the show today... Uh, this right here is potentially the linchpin on which all of the cases against President Trump might hinge. Special Counsel Jack Smith is asking the Supreme Court to rule on whether or not President Trump is immune from prosecution. Uh, a federal judge said in this case, at least, the prosecution against President Trump could move forward, but President Trump is, of course, challenging that. Uh, Just earlier today, Special Counsel Jack Smith asked the Supreme Court of the United States to rule on whether or not President Trump can be prosecuted on charges that he allegedly worked to overturn the 2020 election results. It seems like if President Trump, as the president, wanted to overturn the election results or at least fix the election results, he could have done it. Uh, I would say and argue that President Trump chose not to do so, uh, not because he didn't actually win, but because he recognized that uh, if he was to go in there and just fix things and prove uh, through some sort of investigation that the election had been stolen, a lot of people wouldn't buy it. Uh, but now a lot more people understand that massive fraud is taking place all across the United States, not only at the federal level, but also the state and local level. That's been demonstrated numerous times recently and in Democrat races. So Trump signaled that he would challenge this ruling by asking the federal appeals court appeals court to reverse the earlier decision. So Jack Smith is attempting to bypass the appeals court and go straight to SCOTUS. President Trump has already moved to pause the proceedings in this case uh, as he appealed U.S. District Court Judge Tanya Chutkin's ruling, suggesting that he doesn't have presidential immunity. The case presents a fundamental question at the heart of our democracy. Whether a former president is absolutely immune from federal prosecution for crimes committed while in office or is constitutionally protected from federal prosecution when he has been impeached but not convicted 
before the criminal proceedings begin. I would say, and I've always been taught, that former presidents and current presidents have absolute immunity. I think that that's something that's been well established and understood across time immemorial. Now, of course, President Trump has pled not guilty to all federal charges. He has done nothing wrong. He's committed no illegal actions. He never tried to subvert the 2020 election. He never tried to overturn the 2020 election. He never engaged in insurrection on January 6th. He was not responsible for the riot that took place on January 6th. I say I think that if anybody was responsible for it, it was the federal government itself. It was the FBI and their confidential human sources and their Antifa plants that were sitting there in the crowd dressed up like Trump supporters and entrapping people, trying to get them to engage in illegal behaviors. Take a look at every single sting operation the FBI has been involved in in the in in my lifetime. You know, I mean, I can't think of one where they haven't. They orchestrated the actions that happened in those events. Take a look at the Governor Whitmer, quote, kidnapping case. If it wasn't for the female FBI agents who were having sex with the defendants and providing them with drugs and putting them up in hotel rooms, I don't think those guys would have had anything to do with that situation. There were more feds on that team than there were actual defendants that were involved in the plot itself. Now, um, besides the immunity question, Jack Smith is working to maintain the trial date that's been sent for the D.C. case. This is March 4th. Special counsel Jack Smith is hoping to maintain that court case because he wants the trial to begin right around the time when primary votes are taking place in a number of different states. Back in September, with these four counts that Jack Smith hit President Trump with for the case in D.C., they included conspiracy to defraud the United States, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, obstruction and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding, oh, and also conspiracy against rights. Uh, The filing that Jack Smith has sent out on Sunday uh, seeks to ask Obama-appointed Judge Tanya Chutkin not to delay the trial. He said, in light of the public's strong interest in a prompt trial, the government will seek to ensure that the trial proceeds as scheduled. Uh, This is coming from a three-page court filing that Smith filed on Sunday. Uh, The outcome may determine whether or not President Trump faces this trial uh, in 2024 or if it's going to be scheduled for some later date. Obviously, if it's scheduled for after he wins the presidential election, all bets are off and he could essentially do whatever he wanted to do. Uh, Personally, I hope that President Trump and these cases all go to court before the election. And uh, and if it does, then it's just going to be another thing that pushes him higher in the polls and makes him more loved among all Americans everywhere. All right. The final thing that I want to talk about today uh, is the fact that Media Matters is now being sued or at least investigated by the Missouri Attorney General, Andrew Bailey. He's announced this investigation into Media Matters largely over the same stuff that Elon Musk was claiming me- Elon claiming that Media Matters was engaging with. Uh, that would be unlawful business practices, uh, as, uh, as suggested by Missouri's Attorney General. This would be algorithm manipulation as a, a designation to force advertisers to pull their support from X. Here you can see Media Matters president, Angelo Carusone. Carusone, that's him right there. Uh, Angelo is hopefully 
shaking in his boots right now because this is now more than just a lawsuit coming from Elon Musk and a private organization. This is now an official investigation by a major state here in the United States of America. This is now the uh, the announcement that was made by the Missouri Attorney General. We have reason to believe Media Matters used fraud to solicit donations from Missourians in order to trick advertisers into pulling out of X, the last platform dedicated to free speech in America. I would argue Foxhole and Pill.net are also free speech platforms. Radicals are attempting to kill Twitter because they cannot control it, and we are not going to let Missourians get ripped off in the process. I'm fighting to ensure progressive tyrants masquerading as news outlets cannot manipulate the marketplace in order to wipe out free speech. Media Matters is accused of having falsely and deceptively manipulated the algorithm on X through a coordinated, inauthentic behavior. Elon Musk, of course, has his suit against them as well, and this is going to mean that the thumbscrews are going to be twisted up to 11 on Angelo uh, and, of course, everybody else there at Media Matters. Can't wait to see how this one turns out. I am excited at the possibility of Media Matters facing not only criminal charges, but also having their operations suspended in their entirety. Media Matters, if you want, you are welcome to clip that for an article on your website. You guys, as far as I'm concerned, are terrorists, and you are not a true news organization. You are funded attack dogs looking to stop the spread of free speech here in America and stop the free flow of information. Uh, and for that, I simply cannot forgive you. All right, you guys, final thank yous over here on pilled.net. Uh, let me see. Um, okay. So, wow. Thank you guys. Very, very generous today. Um, Okay, so who cares, says uh, High Five Zach, makeup cookies for the last few days. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you. Lennox09, thank you for the cookie. Boise Blanc, thank you for the cookie. Liberty Bells, thank you for the cookie. Best Nani ever, thank you for the cookie. Filter Dog One, appreciate the shades, brother. Best Nani, dropping another cookie and then another one. She said, just stop by to drop some cookies. C Blanche. 07 to you, my friend. J2 Dank, thank you for the can. Matt1776, one of the creators of Pill.net, the true free speech platform, has dropped uh, another cookie. He says, let the cookie crumble. Brewbark uh, just bought a 12-month bronze tier subscription. Thank you so much, dude. Boise Blanc says, I sent JR $45, and I can send... If you can send anything, please do. Even $5 adds up. Uh, In any event, uh, praying is a great way to show your support. I agree with you entirely. Uh, Let's see. Boise Blanc dropped uh, another cookie. Thank you for that, Boise Blanc. Um, uh, Matt1776 says, I love the Rumble refugees. Pilled will always stand strong and run hard for all. They absolutely will. This is why I mentioned to everybody, if you are watching on Rumble, you need to have a Pilled account because if something goes wrong, Pilled owns their own infrastructure. There's no Chinese hack that's going to take Pilled.net off the air. Uh, LKW Cross, thank you for the shades. Uh, the Pilled Whisperer dropped cookies go great with cans. Thank you for the can. And then PQuest dropped a cookie as well. I appreciate you. All right. 
Uh, thank you for everybody over there on uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you to everybody who's hanging out with us over on Getter. Uh, sincerely appreciate Matt and Matt at Pilled.net. You guys are the best. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything over here on Cash App or Ko-Fi. I didn't see anything come through on Ko-Fi, so I'm assuming that I didn't miss anything. But I need to say thank you to Mitzi. Good to see you, Mitzi. She said, thank you for all the shows you do for us. And then Phillips uh, dropped $5 for the fight. I appreciate you very much. All right, you guys, if you have any questions for me, you want to reach out, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Truth Social, Gab Getter, The Foxhole, at RedPill78. You can also email me through my website, redpill78news.com, the contact form. You can listen to the audio podcast there. You can find my email uh, in the description of this video. Also, all the sponsors in the description of this video. Actually, before we go, I need to just remind you about the final sponsors of the program. That, of course, is going to be my friends at onenessdrops.com. And if I can just get that up on screen, then we should have no problems. Where the heck is it? Uh, Right there. Okay, so onenessdrops.com. When you go to onenessdrops.com, you can purchase your chlorine dioxide water purification kits. And there we go. Chlorine dioxide water purification kits, which allow you to purify water, make it safe to drink, even when it's dirty, when it's nasty, when it's brackish. Uh, Chlorine dioxide is an incredible compound that has some amazing properties. You can use it for a whole host of different things. Uh, And if you purchase onenessdrops.com using code RP78, you can save 15% off your order every single time you order. Also go to MyPillow.com, use code RP78 to save up to 80% off. Right now they got their Christmas specials, whether it's the Giza Dream Sheets, the MyPillow mattress toppers or the mattresses or the bathtub, bath, excuse me, bath towels or the beach towels, the robes, the slippers, whatever it might be. Use code RP78. You will support this show. You will also support Mike Lindell and his incredible American-made products. And then, of course, our friends at My Patriot Supply go to prepare with Red redpill78.com. When you're there, you're going to save $200 off a three-month supply of emergency food, uh, up to uh, 25-year shelf life with 21 varieties of different food, over 2,000 calories a day. Emergency food that will last if you have some terrible thing that befalls you or something happens to society. You don't want to be caught unaware. So thank you again, everyone. Good luck. God bless. I hope I see you tonight on Baseless Conspiracies with my friend John Harold over there on Badlands Media. So until that time, good luck, God bless. If I don't see you tonight, be back here tomorrow, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Red Pill News Live. We'll see you guys. Bye-bye.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.